Two. The most compelling stories. 50 years for Title Nine. That's incredible. And this is the anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Final edition of Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. A big show for you tonight. As we get ready for the state semifinals in the high in the landscape of high school football. Bananas, it just flies by. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or check their website, Zimbraconda.com, for to search current inventory live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. It's Saturday night now. It's uh, it's Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. I'm Alex Strofe with you until 8 o'clock tonight. Joined remotely by the Dean of Area High School Sports, who had a good chuckle at my uh, Saturday Night Live joke there, Dennis Semrau with me as always. Hi, Dennis. Happy Thursday. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember when it started. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I I definitely was not Way around for that. You were born. Yeah, what year did Saturday Night Live start? I'm I'm curious now. I'm gonna have to Google that quick. Ni- I think it was 1976 or 77. I got out of the service in 76. I can't remember. If 1975. You're just oh, 75. 75. Oh, okay. October of 75. So there you go. Uh, hey, so Dennis, uh, it's been an interesting week here in the uh, the Madison area. In terms of high school football, right? We did our show last Friday night, but games hadn't completed when we wrapped up our show. Wanakee falls to Kimberly in Division One. Sun Prairie East falls in Division Number Two. Two of the uh, powerhouses in our area, their run falls short in the quarterfinal round as we lead up to the semifinals tomorrow. But Wanakee and Sun Prairie East both fall in the quarterfinals, Dennis. Yeah, a little disappointed there, but uh, if you look at the two teams they lost to, you know, first of all, Wanakee with Kimberly, one of the Blue Bloods. That was the Blue Blood Bowl, as we called it. <laughs> all those those two teams have been to like 17 of the last 20 state finals uh, combined. And then uh, when you look over in Division uh, uh, Kettle Moraine, I mean, they're out of the Classic 8. Anybody in that Classic 8 is going to be a tough out. When you get to Level 3, everybody's good. True that. You, know, you might get an upset here or there in the first couple of rounds, but now the uh, cream rises to the crop, as they say, uh, to the top, as they say, and uh, uh, those are two very good teams they lost to. But bummer, nobody at uh, State for those two guys, two games. Not going to affect attendance because no matter who gets there, you know, say it's uh, Kimberly, McWanago, well, that's a long way for Kimberly, but they, they, I think they know the way to Camp Randall. <laughs> I think so at this time. point. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. 
Um, but two area teams still alive, Dennis. We'll hear from both of the head coaches of those programs uh, tonight as we are with you until 8 o'clock here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand at 6.30 tonight. We will hear from the head coach of Monroe. I actually think I might have that backwards, Dennis. Let me check that again. Yes, yeah, 6.30. At, uh, we'll hear from the head coach of Columbus, rather, Andrew Selgrad. The 12-0 and Cardinals heading in to a semi-final matchup in Ripon tomorrow. They take on the Freedom Irish of the Northeastern Conference. So we will hear from Andrew Selgrad, the head coach of Columbus. That's coming up at 6.30 tonight. At 7 o'clock top of the hour, the Cheesemakers are 12-0. and They're undefeated, are the Monroe Cheesemakers. Head coach Toby Golombowski. I get that right, Dennis? Golombowski. Golombowski. I got close. The head coach of the Monroe Cheesemakers will join us ahead of tomorrow's semifinal game against New Berlin West. They knocked off West Bend East 35-0 last week, Dennis. And Columbus, not far behind them. They beat Ellsworth 35-6. So still two area teams alive. Despite the two powerhouses, maybe we'd expect to get there uh, falling last week. Well, those are two teams that in the 90s, when I first started doing this for the uh, Capital Times, uh, those were powerhouses. Uh, Monroe had three titles in a row. Columbus had a state title. And uh, they were uh, they were just dominant. And it was ironic. Uh, at that those times when they were winning their titles, neither school had soccer. When they both added soccer, they started to take a hit on losing some of their athletes. But now their soccer programs have, have excelled, too. So um, just a, kind of a turnaround a little bit there. But uh, I'll tell you, it was a, a lot of trips down to uh, to Monroe and up to Columbus uh, back in the 90s for some really good football. And now you look at both those teams, they, they are sta- potential state champions. Columbus, well, there's that uh, elephant in the room, Catholic Memorial on the other side, yeah. uh, who's, uh, who's, who's going to try to claim the uh, – Capital Conference title, too, since they've already knocked off a couple of Capital Conference schools, and Columbus would be next in line. But I think uh, both those schools have a legitimate shot, and uh, I'll be there doing stats for the WA for all seven games. So it'll be nice to have a couple local teams to kind of kind of root for. Yeah, I agree with that, Dennis. No doubt about it. You you always like to get at least uh, at least one area team there, right? And uh, you will hopefully have that. But you got to win one more game to get to Camp Randall. Four teams remaining in all seven divisions, and only two will prevail tomorrow night in the WIA State Football Semifinals. So just to uh, say it again at six thirty, then Andrew Selgrad of Columbus joins us, and uh, at seven o'clock, Toby Toby Golembeski joins there us at 7 His son o'clock. Max was one of our UW Credit Union Student Athletes of the Week a couple years ago. He's yeah. playing college football. Where at? No, you got me. Ah, stump the dean. That's not easy to do. I'm proud of that one. I had that written down, and now I can't remember. It's in Minnesota. Fair so we'll enough. ask the coach. Oh, there you go. We'll ask coach. We'll give him a chance to brag about his son a little Yeah, bit. exactly. You always like to do that, don't you, Dennis? What'd you, what'd you, what'd you do today, Dennis? Anything? How'd you spend your Thursday? Rested up? Uh, yeah, rested up. Uh, a little illness. Uh, not as bad as Jesse. Uh, we lost Jesse Nelson, what, three days this week. Yeah, yeah. There's some kind of upper respiratory stuff going around right now. And we've got a lot of people that have been laid up. So uh, this is the time of the year. And with the weather switching, of course, we have 70s. Yeah, what's and going on outside? Football Friday night. It's going to be potential snow. Yeah, that's what I heard as well. It's very odd. Very and then next week for state, it's it's always a, a kind of a crapshoot. 
1995 when Sun Prairie won. I remember vividly because we were throwing snowballs in the end zone, wondering if we'd ever get a chance to do that again. And then we had a game one year when Kimberly won, and uh, um, it was you, you could barely see the lines. And as we like to say, trying to trying to decide is that a three yard gain or a four yard gain? Ah, oh, three yard close enough for government work is kind of I think how we. <laughs> You know, we have video up there, so we can check all that stuff. But it's uh, that, that's another thing from an attendance standpoint. The, the, the Camp Randall's a great facility. I mean, that's where the Badgers play. But when you only have 5,000 people, it's not quite the same in there. And I wish they, there'd be another facility, you know, like a Whitewater, where you pack the place, and it really feels like a state championship game. Yeah. But when the, kid, when the kids come down the tunnel, the players come down the tunnel, and you talk to former Badger, uh, former high school guys who played for the Badgers. That thrill never gets old. True that. Uh, what never gets old either is Stoughton Health. Stoughton Health provides comprehensive and compassionate care to the Stoughton community in the entire Madison area from their renowned sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to their ortho team with Dr. Ravel. Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health creating excellence together. Well, let's take a look, Dennis, at the remaining games uh, going on tomorrow. We'll do that on the other side. He's Dennis Semmer. I'm Alex Struff here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. We let you know the final four in every division as Dennis Semrau gives his expert analysis. Let's after this right here on ESPN Madison. Superconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolling on on your Thursday night, the state semifinal edition of Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. We are brought to you by our friends at the GRB Academy, which is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training programs, your fits your training goals rather, and schedule this winter with position player programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, power development camps, and all the in betweens. Reach your potential at the fifty-two thousand square foot. State-of-the-art indoor training facility. You can learn more on their website, grbacademy.com. That's grbacademy.com. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the dean of area high school sports, Dennis Sebrow, as uh, we get you ready for the state semifinals in the state of Wisconsin. Dennis, we talk about this every week, but it is insane to me how fast the high school football season flies. Yeah, it is. Uh, trying to figure out where September went and October's already gone. So, no kidding. You know, we get 14 weeks and... You know, all of a sudden we're halfway through the regular season, then we're in playoffs, and now we've got uh, girls' basketball started practice on Monday for the guys. Right. Football practice starts next. Basketball starts for the guys next Monday. So if you got a team at State, you know, a number of years. Um, uh, Monroe, uh, by the way, Max Golombeski, quarterback at Loris College. Loris in Iowa, right? Yeah, found my, found my notes. He there was, you go. Uh, He's the number three quarterback, so it means they have a JV schedule, so he's the number one. And they, can, they can't they can play both days, so they have to save him for the JV games sometimes. And he's having a good year, according to his dad. Well, good for him. Happy for him. Uh, all right, Dennis, let's get into this thing. Seven divisions, four teams left in every division. Seven times four is? 
28. Nice job, Dennis. All right. Wow. Look at we're, we're math guys around here. All right, Division One. Talk about a powerhouse matchup in Division One. Kimberly beat Wanakee last week. Uh, they're giving their subs no favors. They get Bayport. Uh, tomorrow, Bayport-Kimberly, a Northeast Wisconsin matchup to play at Menasha High School. Nice complex. My dad used to live right up the road from Menasha High School's football field. Bayport, the Pirates, Kimberly, the Papermakers, a good head-to-head of some powerhouses in Northeast Wisconsin in Division One. Dennis. Yeah, it's kind of a revenge game because uh, these teams have met three times in the last four years. Uh, well, last time it was in 19, and uh, Bayport ended Kimberly's streak of six straight finals appearances. If you remember that one, I do, and we we got to call that Bayport game. That was an outstanding Bayport team that played. Um, but Kimberly beat Bayport in 2018, and Bayport's the last unbeaten team in Division One. Think about that, Wanakee. Wow. Right, so we've got one. Uh, it's always interesting when you get to state to see how many teams have survived. Um, a lot of times, coaches will say it doesn't hurt to get a loss at some point during the season, just so you've been there, battle tested, right? Versus I haven't lost now. Your only loss, and it's the last game of the season for you. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Big one. Uh, the winner of that game plays the winner of McWanago and Hamilton at Camp Randall Stadium next week. Two of the four, those four teams I just mentioned will be at Camp Randall in the v- Division One state championship game next week. Bayport and Kimberley, and then it's Hamilton versus McWanago tomorrow. You've seen McWanago this year, Dennis. Win Stang drives the bus for that team. He's been outstanding, I'll tell you. He's just had a phenomenal year. Uh, uh, these teams have met already early in the year. Uh, McQuanago beat Hamilton 52-28. Uh, to 28. In that one, Stang had 304 yards and four touchdowns on just 25 carries. We saw what he did to uh, Sun Prairie with six touchdowns. That was a phenomenal wow. effort. I went, uh, right away I said, ah, here's an All-State back. <laughs> yeah, Win okay. Stang looks like Earl Campbell out there, Dennis. I mean, he is yeah. just unbelievable for the Muckwanago Indians who are looking to punch yet another ticket to the state yeah. championship game, which they'll have the opportunity to do tomorrow against Hamilton. Yeah, not afraid of contact. He gets in the secondary, though. He's got some breakaway speed. All right, let's move on to Division Two, Dennis. Uh, another Northeast Wisconsin <laughs> matchup as West Appear and Kakana go to war. The Ghosts taking on, uh, what's West Appear actually? Uh, they were in my division I don't remember. The Panthers. The Panthers and the Ghosts uh, going head-to-head. West Appear and Kakana and they play at Ashwaubenon. So uh, just a couple days before the Packers play in Ashwaubenon at Lambeau Field. Uh, West Appear and Ashwaubenon will go head-to-head in division number two. The other game in that division, Kettle Moraine and Brookfield Central, the four teams remaining in division two, Dennis. Yeah, um, that's, you know, again, Kettle Moraine. I'm coming out of the Classic 8, and what they they pretty much took over in the first half against Sun Prairie. That was a game last week where, with the passing game that Sun Prairie had, you would have liked to have seen Jerry Kaminsky have have better conditions for it. Uh, the weather just was not conducive for that passing game, which has been a, such a big part of their arsenal all year long. And Kellamarine was able to take advantage of that. Um, yeah. In, in, in this kind of matchup over the years, the uh, Classic 8 schools normally won this matchup, so I'd have to give Kellamarine the edge in it. Uh, but uh, they've they had a pretty good uh, path to get there. You look at who they played. Played now, uh, is it uh, Milton, uh, Milton the first week? But yeah, I believe Waukesha so. West. And Waukesha West is uh, usually a pretty good program, and they beat them 34-7. to 7. 
So um, they've had a couple of back-to-back good wins. And 27-6 over Sun Prairie, um, that was pretty dominant performance. So I'd have to give uh, Kel Moraine. And when I looked at it, originally my team was Sun Prairie over Hartford in the finals. Eh. Eh. Still got West up here in uh, Brookfield Central getting to the Final Four. Well, maybe you'll see them in the state championship game next week at Camp Randall Stadium. Well, let's move on to Division Three, Dennis. Yeah. Uh, we've got an area. We'll, oh, go ahead. We'll, we'll back up one more. No, we didn't do this for Division One. I. I had Wanakee beating McWanago and Bayport and Verona being there. So McWanago, it could be a McWanago uh, Bayport final. Wait a minute. You had Verona getting there, Dennis, in the Final Four. I had them the way they were playing down the stretch. Their offense just—they uh, lost three to nothing in the playoffs. Right, the, and the opening round, right, a couple weeks back. Yeah, their defense, their defense was outstanding this year. It sure was, and, and it wasn't that game too. Yeah, it was just—it uh, was one of those where they just just couldn't quite pull it out. But uh, uh, well, yeah, they lost to Marquette in that game, three nothing. Um, but yeah, sometimes you, sometimes you got a little bias with the local teams, and it bites you in the butt. Well, talk about. Talk about bias with the local teams, Dennis. We're, we'll talk to Monroe's head coach at 7 o'clock tonight. But Monroe alive in Division Three. They take on New Berlin West at Bigfoot. Where is Bigfoot, Dennis? I don't know the answer to that. Walworth. All right, Dennis, I'm going to ask you now, where's Walworth? Uh, southeastern Wisconsin. Okay, other way. Gotcha. It's start, yeah, it started in Milwaukee. So it's, well, Walworth, well, Walworth's we, a county, we for right? Years to, for years we went to the Walworth County Fair, my, my uh, wife's family. My my uh, in laws would always go there. So uh, which county is the best fair, Dennis? Which which county is the best fair that you've been to? Well, that was a really good one. I really like that one. Uh, but uh, I, I I'm a big fan of the uh, in Milwaukee the the state fair. I always like the state. Oh, fair. Uh, me too. I was I went last or this past year. It was a terrific time. A couple months back. Uh, the other game in Division Three on Alaska West Salem. They play at Lacrosse Logan. I know where that one is. Uh, on Alaska and West Salem. You know anything on either of those teams? Yeah, Todd uh, Summerfeld is a sports editor over at Lacrosse. He's been waiting for this one all year long. Uh, they met in Week One on Alaska, won fourteen to thirteen, and West Salem went for two and didn't get it. So uh, this could be a revenge game. You got on Alaska twelve and zero. West Salem, their only loss was. That on the last, but it's one of the biggest games in lacrosse for some time. I don't care what the weather is tomorrow night; it's going to be standing room only there. Last division, we'll take a look at right now. We'll look at five through seven at about six forty-five, six fifty tonight. We'll take a look at those divisions. But I just want to chime in with Division Four since we'll talk to Columbus's head coach here in a few minutes. Uh, the Two games, rather, in Division Four. Let's talk about the barn burner first, and then we'll talk Columbus Freedom, which also might be a barn burner. But Catholic Memorial to Rivers. Both teams undefeated. Both teams scoring over 40 points a game. I mean, this is going to be an absolutely unbelievable matchup, Dennis. Two Rivers has been terrific this year, scoring 46.5 points a game. Yeah, they've only given up 69 points, too, this year. So their defense has been phenomenal. Um, but, uh, yeah, you'd have to say, you know, again, Catholic Memorial, the big dog, could they, they could compete in any division. You know, there's teams that say if you put in this qualifier and you have to move teams up, they should put them up in Division Two every year. Um, but Division Four, well, uh, Trivers, I like it. Trivers, right? Trivers, Trivers, Trivers. It's Trivers. Trivers. where I was born. Yeah, uh, definitely underdog uh, going into this one. So that's a great one to watch. All right, I said it last week. I'll say it again. My bold prediction of the week, Dennis. 
Two Rivers upsets Catholic Memorial. That is my hot take of the week in the high school football uh, atmosphere. Uh, the other game, of course, we'll talk with uh, Andrew Selgrad here in a moment, Dennis, but Columbus Freedom, they play in Ripon. Yeah, Columbus unbeaten. Uh, they've pretty much run over everybody rampant this year. They've won every game by 27 points. Uh, they dominated uh, a strong Capital Conference. This was a year where four of the Capital Conference teams were ranked in the top 10 in the preseason coaches division uh, four poll. So uh, Colton Brunel has just been outstanding. He's got 2,500 yards rushing, leads the state right now, 38 touchdowns. He's averaging 10 yards a carry. Every time he touches the ball, he gets a, he averages a first down. Think about that. Yeah, that's crazy. For high school, that's incredible. And he's only a junior. Oh, that's not too bad either, is it? You'll get him back. Right, and he set the he already set the school scoring uh, school rushing record as a junior. So he's going to bury that thing next year. Hopefully, oh, he no stays kidding. Healthy. Yeah, no kidding. That is uh, that is terrific. Andrew Selgrad of Columbus will join us after this. But first, the team at Nations Lending Monona finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership. From drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues. Could have had one today with the 70-degree weather. Because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. Andrew Selgrad, the head coach of Columbus. The Cardinals are 12-0 getting ready to take on freedom in the Division 4 state, or rather Division yeah, Division Four state semifinal. If I can keep my notes straight, Dennis, we're both struggling with that tonight. Uh, we'll talk with Andrew Selgrad next at Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. ESPN apps and Wisconsin on demand. Roll it on live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semra. Prep Mania brought to you by Electrolyte, the best beverage for premium hydration. If you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need to pick me up, Electrolyte is the drink for you. As a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte Total Hydration for every occasion. Excited to be joined now here on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania by the head coach of Columbus. 12-0 on the season. Perfect undefeated record. Getting ready for a state semifinal matchup against Freedom. It is Andrew Selgrad who joins us now on Prep Mania. Andrew, always appreciate the time, my friend. I I usually ask how you're doing. I imagine you're doing pretty good. Maybe feeling a little antsy heading into tomorrow's semifinal, but nonetheless, how are you, coach? Not doing too bad. Yeah, antsy is right. Um, <laughs> never, you know, feel good about anything. Just anxious. Just want to get it going. So, just want to get, you know, continue rolling the bus. Yeah, I, uh, Andrew, I started out my career with the Capital Times back in the '90s, and uh, Columbus won the title in '90, was second in '95, and won it in '96. Hasn't been back since. What's the excitement like in the community that you're just oh so close to getting? Uh, getting at least a, a silver ball the support by the community is outstanding um columbus is a football town they rally around the team it's a sports town so the excitement in the air is just unbelievable wherever we go you know they're wishing us good luck you know getting emails getting texts you know just wishing us luck tomorrow night and 
you know, it, it's an important thing for not only our football team, but our, our community as well. Yeah, Andrew, Columbus kind of a small community. I imagine everybody in town's going to be in Ripon tomorrow. Who, who's who's designated to turn the lights off when everybody leaves town tomorrow? Uh, that'll be Jason Burnell. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you had an answer up the sleeve. Uh, Andrew Salgrad, head coach of the Columbus Cardinals, with us here on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. Coach, uh, another huge win last week. You ha- you keep Ellsworth scoreless through the first three quarters. You roll on to a thirty-five to six win. What has worked so well for you guys defensively the last couple of weeks, holding teams to very small scores and continue to keep that momentum now as you head into the semifinals. Well, what I like about what we're doing on defense is the fact that we just we're so comfortable with the system. The kids know how to read and react. Uh, you know, we, we've seen a lot of different offenses throughout the year, and so to face a team like Ellsworth, who has a lot of weapons on both sides of the ball, really, you know, we had to be disciplined. We had to stay focused, and and they responded. And that was the challenge I gave them. We got to make sure we're reading our keys in order to make this happen, and they did exactly that. Yeah, Coach, uh, we talked a couple weeks ago about uh, this is a veteran team. You brought 33 letter winners back, uh, eight starters on both sides of the ball. Uh, you only, your only loss, actually, the last two years, I looked this up, you had a COVID forfeit last year to Bigfoot, but Catholic Memorial is the only one in two years. Is there a little bit of – you have to kind of temper the – they're on the other side. That's the revenge game, but, hey, you got one more to go yet? Absolutely. You know, we we got to take care of this one. You know, in all my experiences coaching – uh, whether it was at Fond du Lac High School, St. Mary Springs, uh, level four is tough. You know, you got to get through that. You you can't look past and, and have this anticipation of going to state. You've got to take care of your job this week, this Friday, in order to make that happen. And so our mantra has been all year, one game at a time, just do your job and, and get it done. I'm accepting. What stands out about this particular team uh, off the field? Are you guys doing a lot of things together off the field? We have been. You know, last year at the end of the season, you know, we went bowling as a team. We went paintballing. Uh, we had – they all came over to my house. We had a pancake breakfast. So, you know, it's a real close-knit group. And the, the great thing about this team, and, and they love to be together. They love to practice. And they just bring that energy all the time. And, and they don't want to lose that. And they know that. So I think that's part of the motivation as well, you know, beyond – trying to make it to state is just being able to stay together as long as possible. Andrew Salgrad of Columbus with us, the head coach of the 12-0 Cardinals, getting ready for a state semifinal matchup tomorrow against Freedom, the Irish. And, uh, you know, Dennis alluded to his career. I'll allude to mine a little bit. I started my career in newspapers as well up in the Freedom area. I saw plenty of the Irish in my time coming up in the business. And you call Columbus a football town coach, Freedom's the same thing. Everybody's going to be leaving town. So it's going to be what I expect to be a slobber knocker. Tomorrow, your early takeaways on either watching film or what you've been able to take away on freedom coach what have you learned about their team this week in your preparation well i i really do think they're almost a mirror image of what we are uh they've got very similar skill they've got a really good running back in crewalt um their quarterback is a stud you know they've got a big line and so and they run a similar offense um defense is a little bit different but they fly to the ball i mean they hit and so it really is a mirror image and and i I've been preaching that to our guys all week. Look, this is a team 
that matches up really well with us, and we're going to have to do our best just to, to combat that. And, you know, the thing is, and I've been telling them, we can't feel them out. We, we've got to be able to attack right away. We need to get out to a fast start like we did last week and just kind of go from there. How bad was the weather for you last week in the game? We talked about some area teams that uh, kind of rely on their passing attacks that really suffered, but you've got an outstanding run game. Was that to your advantage last week? Oh, it definitely is. You know, it, we're mutters. And so going into that game, I felt pretty good about our chances, uh, especially in those conditions. And we practiced all week. We, we, we soaked footballs all week. So we got used to playing, you know, with something that isn't normal, right? And so we, we got used to throwing the ball, catching the ball with a wet ball all day. And so when we came to Friday night, it wasn't anything that was like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen now? So – you know, leading that, that first half, the field was actually in pretty good shape. Uh, after halftime, it, it just changed dramatically. Uh, it started raining harder, and it got real slick after that. So, But, you know, coming out with that fast start really helped propel us into the second half and built that momentum. And we never really let, let off the gas. So I was really proud of the way we responded. All right, hold on. I'm fascinated by this, Coach. So you're soaking footballs last week. Uh, how, how are we doing this? Are we breaking out the hose? Do we have buckets of water or <laughs> that we're dunking the, the balls? I mean, how are, how are we executing this? We're buckets of water, man, and the Gatorade bottle just squirting That's away. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, is there uh, – we talked uh, a lot about uh, Brunel last week. Uh, anybody who has, has stepped up for you in the playoffs, maybe an underclassman who's, who's elevated his game or, or a, a particular side of the ball or a position that's really helped you in this tournament run? Well, honestly, you know, it's been a collective effort all the way around. A lot of, a lot of people have stepped up uh, in different ways. And so whether it's, you know, taking on a double team as a defensive lineman and making sure that the, you know, linemen aren't getting up to our backers so they can fly around, that's been huge. Our D-line's played really well. Uh, they've done their job fantastically. You know, like Colin Selk, uh, uh, Brady Angle, and Jamison Sullivan have done a fantastic job. Uh, our secondary's done a really good job covering uh, all the way around. Uh, offensively, you know, Nathan Cotter's really stepped up as our quarterback here because everyone sells out to stop our run game. And when we need timely throws, he makes them. And our receivers are doing a great job, not only catching the ball, but blocking on the perimeter. So it really is a collective effort. Wrapping up our conversation with Columbus head coach Andrew Selgrad. A couple more minutes hanging out with him ahead of the Division Four Level 4 matchup, the semifinal against Freedom tomorrow. That game in Ripon, if you'd like to attend. It's going to be a barn burner, going to be a good one. Dennis referenced it, coach, but but I'll ask about him. We talked plenty about Brunel last week. We sure did, but that's because he's having just a, 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 an unbelievable season is an understatement. Colton Brunel. Uh, the running back. Over 2,500 rushing yards on the season, 38 rushing touchdowns. I mean, this is unheard of at the high school level. What makes him such a dominant player, Coach? Because this run's been terrific for Colton Brunel. He's got great vision. He really does. You know, so he can read blocks. He knows how the, the scheme's working in front of him. So he knows what to look for, you know, which way the backer's going or the safety. And he knows where to cut. And he's got a really, really good jump cut. And once he gets out of that jump cut, he's gone. So he can accelerate out of a cut uh, unbelievably well. So he's got a lot of vision. You know, he just does a really good job. He's very cerebral. 
And so when we say, all right, we're going to block it in this particular way and you got to do it this way, he does it. So on top of it, he's very coachable. And he's a humble kid on top of it. So he, he just does a fantastic job. Uh, and he's got a great line in front of him paving the way. How many guys on your team are basketball players? If you make it to state, basketball practice starts next Monday. <laughs> uh, we got enough for it to be a little bit of an issue. <laughs> <laughs> so are you ta- are you talking to the uh, the basketball coach then, Andrew? Or are you saying, "Hey, man, uh, just a heads up this might this might be coming if we win Friday." You know, it's uh, we have been talking, and he's fully supportive. He says, "Hey." You guys do what you need to do. You know, we'll let basketball take care of itself. Um, and it's been a really good collaboration between the two of us. Yeah, go win a damn state title and we'll worry about basketball practice later, right? I mean, I imagine that's kind of the conversation. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Andrew Selgrad, the head coach of the undefeated Cardinals of Columbus, as they get ready for a level four state semifinal game against freedom tomorrow coach i know how busy this week has to be so we really appreciate you taking the time best of luck go get a w tomorrow against freedom and we'll see you at camp randall hopefully next week all right appreciate it guys thank you andrew salgrad head coach of columbus awesome stuff from him as his team has just been dominant this year it's been terrific uh as they get ready for a semifinal matchup against freedom that's a team i, I saw a lot of not recent not in recent years but a team i did see a lot of uh, back in the day the irish i mean they they are good every year they're better than they usually are this year. But Columbus, oh my goodness, they're one of the best teams in the state, if not the best team in uh, in their division. So going to be a fun one tomorrow and ripping as we just wrapped up our conversation with Andrew Selgrad, the head coach. Brett Mania brought to you in part by Canopy Wealth Management, which believes community is everything, and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF at Canopy. Their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. He's Dennis Semram, Alex Strofe. We'll give you some takeaways from our conversation with Coach Andrew Selgrad, as well as bring you up to speed on some of the other games happening tomorrow in Divisions 5 through 7. That's next at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. ESPN. and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers in their 60th year. Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers and their customers want more. Join a winning team with immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers and big Opportunity. It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand, discussing the state semifinals going on tomorrow across the state of Wisconsin for the high school football season. We are eight days away from the conclusion of the high school football season. That is just wild to me. It feels like yesterday we were doing a week one doubleheader. It was still, it's still 70 degrees out today, so it still kind of feels like August. I mean, it is just bananas to me, um, you know, what 
how quick the high school football season flies by. I'm Alex Strofe. He's the Dean Dennis Semrau. Dennis, am I becoming an old man? Is that what's going on here? Me, me just, <laughs> I, I keep saying the time's flying by. I feel, I feel old. Well, time flies when you're having fun. There's something to be said for that adage. Uh, uh, it's been a great year. When we Our first two weeks, we had Thursday-Friday games. So yeah, right. uh, we're, we're two weeks in, and it's like, wow, it's not like we've done already half a regular season. So we hit the ground running, and we had some really good games. We had a couple of, uh, eh, well, a couple of blowouts. You know, those those happen. Yeah, you well, know. We got, we got five games at the University of Wisconsin at Sun Prairie Field. That's true. <laughs> so we like to, to call the the uh, uh that field is insane but we we you know we saw some really good games there and we saw some gruesome games there yeah. you know it's just uh it, it, it's the way it goes with sun prairie east but they fall last well, week to kim or rather to uh who they lose to they lost to kettle moraine right yeah yeah we had the uh, mcguanago 55 45 game 100 points that was a, that was a shootout and to watch staying uh take off that was that was a great game we got to see wanakee over there we got to actually see Sun Prairie West, and they made the playoffs the first year, which is outstanding. So, Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, all right, let's uh, quickly react before we run through the rest of the games going on tomorrow, and I know we got to get to uh, uh, the Monroe coach as well here in a couple minutes. 7 o'clock is when, uh, is when Tolly Golombeski will join us. I get that right, Dennis? Before, yep. before we have him on, I need to make sure I'm saying his name right, right? So i uh, got to keep practicing as much as I Are you receiving a phone call? That's a spam call. Oh, you should have answered it. I was going to tell you to answer it. <laughs> no. Could have walked through that, you know. Um, when, when we voted uh, voted on Tuesday, yep. Um, uh, Wednesday morning, had an optimist meeting, and walk in these bunch of the old guys having coffee and and going. You know what the best part about today is? And the first was, of course, no more political advertising. True and that. then Georgia now ends up in a runoff, so we're going to get another month worth of that. Well, so. at least we're not in Georgia, right? Thank. Yeah, but I'm getting all those emails for some reason or, or texts and stuff. Have you lived in Georgia? You've only lived in Florida and Wisconsin, right? No, but it, if you have, ever donate to anything, you you end up on a monster list. It doesn't nah. matter who. I've well, had people. I've had people say, uh, "Well, you haven't renewed your NRA membership." I've never had an NRA membership. I'm not a gun guy. Uh, <laughs> but where did that? Well, how the hell did that come? And it's just, and I'm getting letters addressed to me personally. I'm a Navy vet. Maybe that's why they got right. they got my name from a from a veterans list. But uh, sure, sure, yeah, sure. the stuff that's out there. I mean, if it might my, my rant for the day, if we took the money they spent on all these campaigns and these glossy lies and stuff that they throw out, and actually put it to something good, how much good could we do in it? In education alone. So I'm I'm a, every time we get one of these cards, I don't care who it is, it goes right in the trash. <laughs> Like you just wasted, you just wasted money. I'm you know sorry. what, Dennis? You've been sitting on that. You've been you've been at home the last couple of days. I'm glad you got it out. Uh, uh, props yeah, to you. That's my rant. Nope. And you towed the line. That was good. Well done by the Dean Dennis Semrahm Alex. By, by the way, I, if you saw, and I live in Cross Plains, so I I made sure I got my vote in. But in Middleton, they were waiting up to three hours to, in line to vote. I saw that. That was ins- yeah. that was wild. I got mine in Sun yes. Prairie early, pretty early on on uh, on Tuesday. Uh, hold on, Dennis. Before we, uh, I, I know we have to get to a break, and then we'll get to uh, yep. to Coach Golombeski here in a couple minutes. But uh, I wanted to just get your takeaways from Andrew Selgrad of Columbus. I thought he was awesome. Uh, I thought his elaboration on some things was was really well done, and and just you know kind of giving us the insight into the matchup against Freedom tomorrow. Uh, in the state semifinal. Selgrad always brings the juice, and uh, I'm sure his Cardinals are fired up for their state semifinal matchup with Freedom tomorrow. 
Boy, talked about Fond du Lac Springs. His coaching tree, where he's come from, has been tremendous. He's got some uh, some pretty good mentors out there. And you look back to the early 90s when Columbus was a force, and then they had some times where they were winning conference titles. This is the best team, a Columbus team, I've seen in 20-plus years. And they have every right to be there. And we th- I believe they, they'll run over one more. And then all you want to do is get to state. Anything can happen. Weather can be a factor. You get a turnover. I mean, uh, Wanakee had their three straight titles, and then they were going for four. And uh, that was the year that it was like karma. Uh, quarterback takes a snap. The center steps on his foot. He goes down. Somebody catches a pass. He falls down on the five-yard line. All these freak things that can happen. But just to get there and know you're going to get a ball, and I think that's it. And like you mentioned, uh, yeah, all these small towns, I mean, they live and die with their high school sports. And when you get to make a state tournament run, and now they're in week number four of hopefully uh, five weeks. Uh, there's nothing better. The, the whole, just the, the, the positive juice in the town is tremendous. No doubt about it. It's a football town, as Selgrad said, right, Dennis? And I love that. Yeah. You know, I just get jacked up talking to high school coaches because uh, they, they all have their different ways of motivating and they have their different ways of getting you fired up. But, man, just listening to these guys ahead of the biggest games of their careers for some of them, I mean, it just gets you fired up. It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Uh, i got to tell you about our friends over at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, which is Madison's favorite tradition since 1994. Four locations in the area, Eastside, Hilldale, Fitchburg, and the one right downtown. Great drinks, great food, great atmosphere. That's why it's Madison's favorite tradition since 1994. They've got Wing Wednesdays, and they've got Thanksgiving deals coming up as well. Uh, Two locations will, excuse me, have the buffet, uh, so a Thanksgiving buffet on Thanksgiving Day. And then two locations will have the take-home meals. So you can just order a take-home meal for for you and your loved ones. If you got to get eight of them, right, you bring them home. You don't have to do any of the cooking. You let Great Dane do it. Learn all about it at greatdanepub.com. That's greatdanepub.com. Com. All right, hour two of Prep Mania is coming up next. we got to hear from the UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, who's a state champion. He ran all over that hexagonal cross-country state course. Uh, did Joe Stoddard of Mount Horrible hear from him a bit later? We'll also hear from the head coach of Monroe, the 12-0 Cheesemakers. Toby, Toby Golombeski will join us next at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Completes the Wanakee Warriors are your state champions in Division Two. The most compelling stories. Fifty years for Title Nine. That's incredible. And this is the 50th anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolling on on your Thursday night, getting you ready for the state semifinals in the state of Wisconsin and the states of high school football. We are brought to you, of course, by our friends at Zimbraconda, where for nearly 50 years they've provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today. Or go to their website, zimbraconda.com, to search current inventory. I'm Alex Strofe with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. And joining me from the Semrau Studios out in Cross Plains, the Dean, my right-hand man, my partner in crime, the great Dennis Semrau with me per usual. Uh, Dennis, we are we are efforting to get uh, Coach Toby Golombeski from Monroe. 
We will continue to effort to get Toby Golombeski from Monroe. But, Dennis, as we, uh, as we talk about the landscape of high school football this week, there is a lot of really, really good games going on across the state of Wisconsin this week. Uh, well, you get to this level, everybody's good. I mean, True uh, that. getting a lot of teams that are unbeaten in, or one or two losses. What's interesting is the number of matchups where teams have played each other earlier in the season, and now a team gets a chance for some revenge. Sometimes you see those week nine to week ten, uh, but sometimes you see them in the in the uh, semifinals where uh, the team that won doesn't have to change much. The team that lost usually tries some ways to to um, change it up a little bit, and a lot of times that's the difference. Uh, well, you got that. It'll, Use that on Alaska uh, with Salem. You know what a year! I mean, lacrosse Aquinas, lacrosse has got three teams in the state semifinals. That's incredible. That is incredible, isn't it? Um, yeah, but you got that uh, on Alaska one, fourteen to thirteen, the first time around on a two point conversion. Maybe uh, they saw what didn't work. Maybe it'll come to another two point conversion, and what Salem will get it this time. You never know. It's uh, that's what makes it fun. True that. It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolling on live with you until 8 o'clock tonight. He's Dennis Semram, Alex Strofe, uh, efforting Toby Golombeski of Monroe uh, as we continue to roll on here. Dennis, uh, Monroe, 12-0 on the season. They've been uh, just unbelievable. We were talking about it off the air a little bit. But they are averaging about 400 rushing yards a game. They have four different rushers over 400 yards. They have four different rushers with double-digit touchdowns. Uh, they are having an unbelievable season on the ground. Well, uh, <laughs> their whole plot is just to run the football, dominate the line of scrimmage, and run plays three, four, five, six yards at a clip in that triple option. And it keeps the other team's offense off the field, wears the defenses down. And in uh, in Wisconsin, you got to be able to run the football and stop the football. And they've got an outstanding 2A lineman, Isaac uh, Bunker, who's headed for the Naval Academy. We profiled him, ESPN Student Athlete of the Week earlier this season, uh, who's sure just had did. a phenomenal year. Uh, Coach Golombeski sent me a, a huddle tape of uh, some of his uh, highlights where he's the pancake block. He is just knocking guys on their butt five five uh, feet back. And downfield, his downfield blocking is really good. It's a, a kid that's just a horse. And if you you got a solid line, and uh, they've only attempted 38 passes. So you think about that, three passes a game. And they've had four games wow. this year where they haven't attempted a pass. I mean – when why, it, why if you don't have to, right? I was going to say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? I mean, that, yeah. is, that is just an unbelievable stat from the Monroe Cheesemakers. A perfect 12-0 on the season, taking on uh, New Berlin West tomorrow. Yeah, the, you, when you look at, uh, again, again, with running teams up here, the, the only negative is what happens if, you know, you get behind by a couple of touchdowns. And we saw that Monroe with Edgewood last year. When they were in the playoffs, they were trying to come back, but they had a pretty good tight end by the name, running back by the name of J.T. Seagreaves, who they they found. So they've got some guys that can get some passes, but they just prefer to hang on to the football and let the uh, horses do it. And this goes back to the heydays of Pat Martin. Back you look at uh, uh, Monroe, uh, their last time, they won three titles in a row, 90, 91, and 92 in Division Two. And then they won the uh, a title in 94. But the last time was 96, both Columbus and Monroe. Last time they made it to state 26 years ago. So 
And those were the two teams back in that early 90s. They were dominant. We, I, I don't think I saw Columbus for five years. I don't, I don't think I saw Columbus or Monroe lose a home game. Wow. I mean, that's... Every time I went down there, it was going to be a win. So coaches loved, loved to have me coming down. Hey, Dennis, you're good luck. I go, no, no, you guys got a great team. And, again, we, we talked off mic about the advantage teams have going to the playoffs, all the extra practice times. And I asked uh, Coach, uh, you know, Columbus coach about that, that who has stepped up because you got guys that are playing JV ball during the season. Now they get a chance to play some varsity at the end. Maybe that one guy is going to give help you on a special teams, maybe catch a pass, or, or somebody goes down and now they're going to get a chance to play. But they're practicing with the big dogs for four to five weeks. And that's uh, you can't measure that experience. Dennis mentions J.T. Seagreaves and Isaac Bunker, both guys that have crushed it on the quadrilateral surface. That is the football field. <laughs> okay, Dennis, to give you full transparency here, quadrilateral, a word I really didn't know until today. So I'm trying to use it correctly in a sentence right now. And I believe a rectangle is a quadrilateral shape, correct? Okay. So did I use that correctly? I think I used that correctly. Anyway, uh, UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions that are designed for you. You can learn more at uwcu.org. That's uwcu.org. All right, we're going to take a break now. On the other side, we'll try to get Toby Golombeski, the head coach of Monroe. We'll chat with him for a couple minutes. And then uh, we'll, we'll hear from this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week coming up about 7.30. And then we'll wrap up the show about 7.50 tonight as we are with you till 8 o'clock. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Toby Golombeski next, we think. presentation of Prep Mania rolling on on your Thursday night, getting you ready for the state semifinals of the WIAA high school football season. I can't believe it's already this late. We are brought to you in part by our friends at Stoughton Trailers, big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers in their 60th year. Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers. And their customers want more. Join a winning team with immediate openings and new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at the Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. A poster just fell off the wall at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. That's why I'm laughing as I tell you about Stoughton trailers. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the dean of area high school sports, Dennis Semrau. Excited to be joined now by the head coach of the Chiefs. Makers, the 12 and 0 Monroe team that's taken on New Berlin West tomorrow in the state semifinal at Bigfoot High School. Toby, Toby Golombeski joins us now on Prep Mania. Toby, uh, obviously, it's an exciting time of year. Your, your record unblemished at 12 and 0 heading into the state semifinal tomorrow. Give me the feelings in Monroe. I imagine a little antsy, a little excited. H- how are you feeling personally, and how's the team feeling heading into tomorrow's big game? Well, everyone's pretty fired up here. The whole town, the school, uh, the kids, especially the parents, uh, the whole the whole entourage is, you know, all excited. This is kind of where we ended it last year, and now we're back where we were, and we want to uh, definitely improve upon uh, improve upon things. The kids are well prepared right now. They're healthy. 
they're ready to go. And, uh, you know, we got some good football weather coming up tomorrow, and we can't wait. Yeah, good football weather for you is rain and whatever, so you can just yeah. run, 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 right? Yeah, we love it. Uh, you know, that, that was a fun game. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, having it be dry and, uh, uh, you know, on, on a turf field, that'll be fun too. We played a couple games on turf, uh, a, a lot of grass, though, but that was our only really rainy night. But, you know, we're kind of we're kind of designed for that, and uh, our kids are uh, really ready to embrace any type of con- condition. Yeah, I've been to Bigfoot before. That's a pretty good stadium. Yeah, it's a really nice-looking field. I've never been there. I know it's very new, maybe built just before COVID. Uh, we do get some film from, like, teams that have, that scrimmage there, and it looks like a, a beautiful place. Toby, Dennis just referenced it, but you guys are averaging, like, 400 yards a game. I think it's 393 yards a game on the ground. That's just on the ground. Uh, what has made Yeah, you... and, you know, there was about four or five games where our starters weren't even in the second half. Wow. I mean, I mean, what is what has created so much success uh, with you pounding the rock? Is it the guys up front? Is it the running backs? Is it a little bit of both? What has made it so successful for, for you guys? Because you've got five guys over four hundred yards on the air. Well, we we really um, we really embrace the offensive linemen and the blocking back, and uh, we we really um, you know celebrate those guys, and it's become part of Monroe culture. I think that's how it was in, in, a, in a different time years ago, and it's been back in the last couple of years. We don't make a big deal about particular guys carrying the ball as long as they don't fumble it. And, uh, you know, we, we, really, we really make sure that our backs are going to block for each other and that our linemen are going are gonna to block. Uh, you know, it was a few weeks ago to go with this. There were two little kids at a, at a youth game and, you know, maybe at some other place, they'd be like, I'm going to play quarterback. No, I'm going to play quarterback. No, I'm going to play receiver. They were arguing over who was going to play guard and who was going to play tackle. <laughs> they, both, they both wanted to play guard because then you get to pull and really drill guys like Bunker. And, uh, you know, so even the kids are becoming indoctrinated with, uh, you know, blocking and tackling and playing football the way it's meant to be played and not worried about the one guy who gets some type of statistic at the end. Because everyone wears that badge then. Well, one guy who does have some statistics, thanks to that huddle film you sent me, is uh, Isaac Bunker. Uh, it seemed like every block he makes, he's knocking somebody on their butt five yards down the field. Yeah, did you get to watch all of those or just the, you know? Yes. I mean, it, literally <laughs> each particular game has an amount of pancake blocks that would uh, take up probably anyone else's season pancake block highlight film the guy just races out of his stance he loves contact he loves to finish and you know he's really raised the bar for uh the rest of the guys in the line including the backfield of how blocks are meant to be made and how they're meant to be finished coach what's your background uh, playing background do you have any playing background were you an offensive lineman or you're running i mean what what, what makes you want to run yeah, the ball so much uh, I was an I was an offensive guard under Tom Taraska at Heartland Arrowhead in the uh, in the late '80s, and then uh, and we were a wing team team then, and then uh, I went to Platteville and played under George Christ, and we were a wing team team then also, and uh, you know coached with George and coached with uh, Coach Kinder, 
And, uh, you know, we ran, we ran the ball then. And uh, from the offensive line perspective, I just really feel comfortable being able to get guys to understand the nuances and, and uh, you know, the, the different things within a, within a system and how that system operates uh, from Monday through Friday and not just on Friday to improve. Uh, you know, a high school game is pretty short. And uh, if you blow opportunities, if you blow, uh, you know, possessions, throw interceptions, get, uh, have incomplete passes, have to punt, you might not get a, you might not get another chance uh, back for it. It's you know, a lot of people try to adapt passing games from Saturday and Sunday football, and they got to remember that the geometry of a Friday night game and the timing of a Friday night game is very different than Saturday and Sunday. Well, when you look at uh, at the team overall, uh, you got close last year, but uh, you want to talk about that Pewaukee game, defending state champ, 22-21, you had a two-point conversion to win it. Uh, that was the state championship game. It was it was much like that. Now, don't put the cart before the horse here because we got a big game tomorrow and we've got, right. <laughs> you know, you know, and everything coming up here. But that was, um, you know, that was a, a, a team that, from a year ago, we prepared to see again somehow, probably, you know, if the matchup would have allowed. And we look back to things that we could have done better that game. And, um, uh, you know, and, and that was a, that was definitely a red, a red letter uh, game on our, on our schedule when it finally came up. Talking with the head coach of the Monroe Cheesemakers, Toby Golombeski with us here on Zibraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Coach, uh, maybe some of the guys that have stepped up for you, whether that's offensively, defensively here in, in the postseason and later on in the year, well, who are some of the guys that maybe weren't making an impact early on that have really stepped up here during your, your prime run? Well, we had a we have a kid named Caden Cooster, who I believe just got the jolly good player of the uh, of the week, and he was a kid that was hurt for a week, didn't play in a game. He had to he played defensive line for us last year. He was playing linebacker for us, moved back into secondary, and uh, you know with an injury that we had early on with one of our running backs, has picked up the slack there. Kind of a guy that turned out that uh, you know doing it all. We had our big fullback uh, was hurt for uh, Alex Hernandez for a little bit, and we brought in Lane Meyer, who had been playing Mike Backer for us. And he came in in the Portage game in level one and had 200 yards rushing, you know, just right out of the blue as a as a junior, you know, really stepped it up in that game. Um, you know, we're always getting good. We're always getting good mileage out of Tucker Markham and uh, Sean Rufinock at tackle. Tucker, obviously, at linebacker and at running back. The guys run so hard. Uh but, you know, these guys have been coming along since last year with the training that they've been doing and uh, have really have really just committed themselves. Uh, everything we've asked them to do, we ask them to do a little more each time they continue to do it. Chatting with uh, Toby Golombeski, the head coach of Monroe, is, is Dennis's dog making uh, making some barks in the yeah. background. <laughs> well, coach, I noticed you you got something going on in the background too. Are you doing a little team dinner, or what's going on with you? Yeah, we were uh, uh, the coaches are down at a, a restaurant in town on the square called Bumgarner's. It's a cheese place, sandwich place. So uh, we got kind of kind of a Thursday night tradition to come down, have a few. Uh, Bloomers root beers and cheese sandwiches <laughs> and soup. 
I love that. Uh, so, Coach, I imagine right getting getting your final evaluation of New Berlin West in uh, over a few root beers, as you put it. Uh, yep. You know what, what? What have you taken away from New Berlin West as you scout them uh, ahead of tomorrow's state semifinal? Well, uh, they definitely are deserving of, of of being here. They're a hard nosed team. From uh, uh, you know, they're, they're run heavy. Uh, they got some. They've had some great athletes that have turned out well for them. Uh, you know, they they played well against Pewaukee, uh, you know, and had, you know, they're only a two loss team and, you know, all those things were a long time ago and this is a new season and, uh, you know, there's different health and different uh, things where guys had improved and uh, I'm sure they're going to come out and, and play a great game. Uh, you don't, well, yeah, you don't, uh, their, their two losses were Pewaukee. Yeah, their two yeah, losses were Pewaukee and uh, Catholic Memorial, two defending state champs. So they played at a high level. The Rock hasn't been quite as tough for you this year. Um, is that a, kind of a negative when you get to the playoffs? I mean, you had a lot of games that you alluded to earlier that guys only played half a game, and that really affects your stats. I know for postseason honors and whatever, but um, is it tough tough to get guys ready when you're just rolling over everybody every week? Well. I'll tell you what, when you're in the old Badger South, it's tough to guys get, get guys ready when they're in the hospital with broken legs and broken shoulders. So with that, with that trade-off, um, you know, and sometimes you didn't even get the opportunity to make the playoffs at that point. Um, so, you know, we, we take care of us. We're, we do what we do. We make sure that uh, uh, what we're doing, you know, there might have been a week or two where the the – the best look that we saw was from ourselves on Monday through Thursday. So we're always able, we are always have been able to service ourselves. I know that's a question that has been asked, you know, throughout the season with some of the lopsided wins, but it turns out uh, we've made it work so far. Darn straight. Coach Toby Golombeski of Monroe, the Cheesemakers, looking to punch their ticket to Camp Randall Stadium tomorrow in a state semifinal game. Dennis, it looks like you are waving your hand. You're waving me off. One more question for Coach. Well, former student athlete of the week, Max, your son, you want to fill us in on how he's doing at Loris? Well, Loris just wrapped up their season last week. He's doing good in school. He loves his classes. Uh, he he loves his choice of uh, of. Uh, curriculum that he chose to study there he's uh getting some time on the jv and uh is uh kind of a signal caller during the varsity games he traveled with them and he's loving football he's loving that opportunity and he's loving school and getting a good education well that makes me ask what's he studying if that, that he's liking so he much? is a he is a uh, uh i guess you'd have to say he's getting a business analytics major with a sport management minor he wants to transfer that into a sport analytic uh situation sounds a hell of a lot smarter than me coach i gotta be honest with you i just bla- a lot smarter than me too <laughs> yeah i just blabbered into a microphone i can't do the analytics that's fantastic well sounds coach- like a few- yeah, sounds like a future general manager yeah, for no a professional kidding. team. Hey, the or pa- maybe working for FanDuel or something. Yeah, no kidding. Well, either that, either that or he can maybe take Brian Gutekunst's job with the Packers because I don't know how long yeah. that's going to last. But nonetheless, Coach Golombeski, <laughs> we really appreciate the time. Best of luck tomorrow. We hope to see you at Camp Randall next week. Thanks, guys. That's Toby Golombeski, head coach of the Monroe Cheesemakers state semifinal game tomorrow. Uh, his son sounds bright, Dennis. Uh, yeah, good for him down at Loris College, both playing 
and analytics. That's awesome. Always good to hear on the uh, the family side too, as we talk uh, a lot of high school football here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Of course, brought to you by Zimbraconda for nearly fifty years. Zimbraconda has provided this wonderful Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff over at Zimbraconda will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding a vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today. Or go to Zimbraconda.com to search current inventory. Takeaways from Coach Golombeski, and we'll hear from our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. On the other side, it's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Presentation of Prep Mania rolling on on your Thursday night. Alex Stroke, the Dean Dennis Semrau with you. Brought to you, of course, by our friends at Zimbraconda, where for nearly 50 years they provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle. That matches your style. Zimbraconda.com is the website. Dennis, a great chat there with Coach Golombeski of Monroe, getting ready for a semifinal matchup tomorrow. Uh, what were your big takeaways from our conversation with him? Well, this will be the first game that will finish tomorrow because both teams love to run the football, and I think the over-under on pass attempts is probably 10. <laughs> that, that'd be my guess. I'll take the under. Yes, I'll take the under as well. Uh, both teams love to uh, run the football. And New Berlin uh, West, uh, see, they knocked off Port Washington and Martin Luther in the play foot. They actually got a forfeit from Martin Luther in the first game. Oh. And then uh, then had a, had a one-point win over. Um, well, that was their first game was a, was a forfeit. was against a Milwaukee school. And then uh, they had a one-point win over uh, Martin Luther. And then uh, last week was 14-point win over Port Washington. But 49-35, high-scoring game in that one. I think this is uh, whoever whoever gets the ball first and, and can punch one in, I think it kind of dictate the tone is going to win this one. But, again, this is a team that's built for bad weather. And they're running the football. Uh, we didn't ask him if he uh, watered the footballs down last week. Like <laughs> but... Uh, no, it, uh, they've got so many different guys. Uh, you produce or you're on the bench. You know, they had a couple of guys that went out, so a couple of new guys step in. And here, turnovers are the key. If they, you cannot give the ball over to the other team, especially if they're going to go on a six, seven, eight-minute drive and run the ball down your throat. So uh, lo- lo- less turnovers and uh, over under 10 on the passes. That's what we say around here, Dennis. We say you produce or you're on the bench. Uh, Colin Russo producing our program tonight. Colin, uh, thanks for being here, buddy. You're not on the bench tonight. I'm in the lineup. I'm in the lineup today. I'll, I'll give myself like a, a two-guard role. <laughs> there we go. I like that. I like that a lot. It's time to out of here from this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, which is Joe Stoddart from Mount Horeb. I need to tell you about Joe Stoddart. And I will do that in a second. But first, I'm going to tell you about UW Credit Union. And their online and mobile banking service goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere. The UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. I got a frog in my throat in the middle of telling you about UW Credit Union. Uh, but you can learn more about them at uwcu.org. So Joe Stoddard, Dennis, you had the opportunity to sit down with him earlier this week. 
He just won the WIA state championship in cross country. And his story is really fun because last year as a, as a junior, he finished 27th in that race. And he used it as fuel. He said that wasn't good enough. And you'll hear him say that here in a few minutes. And he comes back to Wisconsin Rapids this year and just blows it out of the water. He had a terrific race, took first place, uh, won the state championship. Really cool story. Really neat kid. Uh, we'll get to your conversation in a minute. But I just love that, that part of his story. Yeah, the other thing is he's got a 3.991 grade point average. He got one A minus. Guess what it was in? Somebody dear, what does your girlfriend teach? Spanish. Yep. Oh, he's, man. He's nothing but A's in that class ever since then. No bueno, so. Dennis. No bueno. <laughs> but what is bueno? That means good for those of you unfamiliar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is uh, Dennis Sebrow's conversation with Joe Stoddard from Mount Horror of this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Joseph Stoddard from Mount Horror High School. Joe, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, multiple sport athlete, but first of all, we want to talk about a major accomplishment. You were able to win the Division II state cross country title. Up in Wisconsin Rapids, which is a great course, uh, has it sunk in yet? Yeah, the feeling's starting to sink in. Those first couple days, it was so surreal. Like, since I crossed that line, it was just, it didn't feel like it actually had happened. But now it's really, it's starting to hit, and it's a uh, Yeah, uh, Jason McMahon, a good friend of mine who I profiled when he was back in high school, said that you were disappointed last year. You made state and you placed, but there was a little bit of motivation that made you think that this was going to be your year. Yeah, last year at state, it was kind of a disappointing finish for me. I was 27, uh, and I knew I just had more. It was my worst time of the season, so I knew I had more to give, and my goal last year was a podium, but as soon as I crossed that line at state last year, I knew it was just going to be the goal uh, for that entire next year to get back to the state meet and win it. And so it's just been a grind ever since then, and it, it paid off last week. So. That's a tough course to run. And it, was there something to help you prepare during the season, particularly courses to do or your coach, you know, kind of search those things out to help maybe when you got that final step? Yeah, it's a super hilly course. And to be honest, Mount Horrid is just inherently super hilly. So we're kind of made for that. Our home course is like nonstop up and down. So we do a lot of training on hilly courses, and uh, those few weeks before, we made sure to especially hit the hill repetitions. Uh, it goes extra hard, so I felt super prepared for it, and I kind of, I think I thrive on those hillier courses. So. Now you're a multiple sport athlete, wrestling, and track and field and cross country. Wrestling, I've seen a lot of wrestlers that will run cross country for shape do the reverse. You went off for wrestling as a junior. Uh, how did that come about? Yeah, it was kind of at the end of my cross-country season, I knew I wanted to do something uh, junior year that would just keep me moving through the winter. Uh, Wisconsin winters aren't that ideal for being a long-distance runner, so I just wanted to do something uh, that really kept me moving, and wrestling was a, it was a great opportunity. Uh, my dad's always been really into wrestling, and I knew it would keep me in the shape, so yeah, I went out for it. Um, it, was a, it was a good season. It kept me really fit, and then uh, rolled me straight into the track season, so... Maybe one more year, or, or you got to be thinking about track season coming up. I'm I'm really focused on track season, especially coming off b- being a state champ in cross country. It's running's going to be my focus from here on out. So, when you look at your time at Mount Horror, what are you going to remember the most? I think what really kind of sticks out to me about being a student and an athlete at Mount Horror is just this overwhelming sense of community. Uh, through a lot of my activities that are 
very individual. Like for example, when I won state, that was a very, it's a very me activity. It's a very individual activity, but it became kind of a community thing, and I felt so just kind of encompassed by my community. Like everybody was saying congratulations to me. It, it really became such a kind of community thing, winning state, that I think that's what I'll remember the most about my, my time at Mount Hood, is just that overwhelming sense of being a part of something big, so. It was also kind of a historical moment for the school because you had somebody on the other side of the girls team. Yeah. Like what, Abby? Yeah, Abby was there and that, that I mean, that was great. Uh, that was, I think they said, the first time in history that we've had a boy and a girl on the podium in the same year. So, I mean, that's great to be making history like that. And she's she's fired up and ready for next year, too. So I'm going to be excited to come back and watch her. One last thing. Uh, uh, did you know I can do a backflip into a pool? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, I learned how to do that this summer. We do a lot of, uh, in wrestling last year, we did a lot of, like, gymnastics type warm-ups cartwheels and round offs and front handsprings and so i just kind of went for it it wasn't graceful but i, I can do it into a pool <laughs> <laughs> did you ever do gymnastics when you were growing up or gym class or whatever and we did them in gym class but i mean i'm not i'm not great at it <laughs> if it's into a pool you can make it look good but <laughs> it's just something that you can probably win a bet on down the road exactly. or whatever with, with, yeah with their front of college for sure okay well our uh, uw credit union student athlete of the week Joe Stoddard from Mount Horeb High School. Joe, have a great senior year. Hey, thank you. Thanks for doing the interview. That was fantastic stuff there from Joe Stoddard of Mount Horeb, the Division II WIAA State Cross Country Champion here in 2022. Big thanks to Dennis Semra for doing that, as he always does. Got to tell you about our friends over at Stoughton Health, which provides comprehensive and compassionate care to the Stoughton community and the entire Madison area. From their renowned sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to their ortho team with Dr. Robble, Stoughton Health can help you. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health, creating excellence. Together, we'll wrap up Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right after this on ESPN Madison. This presentation of Prep Mania right here at 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Alex Struff, Dennis Semrau wrapping up our coverage tonight as we uh, preview all the state semifinal games going on tomorrow across the state of Wisconsin before next Thursday and Friday. It's prime time at Camp Randall Stadium for a bunch of uh, high school football programs around the state. Prep Mania brought to you by Electrolyte, the best beverage for premium hydration. If you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need a pick-me-up, Electrolyte is the drink for you. As a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. All right, Dennis, I've been saying we're going to do this for a while. We haven't done it yet. we got to tell people about the Division 5, 6, and 7 semifinals. You ready to go? You bet. Division 5, the Kiwani Storm. Love Kiwani. Grew up right next to Kiwani. Have a lot of Kiwani friends that are Kiwani alums that are friends. Taking on Lacrosse Aquinas, as Dennis alluded to earlier, three lacrosse area schools uh, in the state semifinals. Aquinas rounds out those three. They play in Wisconsin Rapids. The other game in Division Five, Mayville still alive. Taking on Prairie Duchene right up the road in McFarland. Dennis, yeah, if you want to go see a game, check out McFarland's Turf Stadium. So that should be a good one. Aquinas has got the All-State quarterback, Jackson Flottmeyer. He's had a great year. But uh, they've been able to really run the ball in their last uh, 
two wins over uh, Northwestern, who was unbeaten, and they beat defending uh, Division Six state champion Colby. Uh, Aquinas is a defending Division Five champ, so I like their. Uh, uh, I have them actually losing to Mayville in the finals. Oh, so I've still got them alive. Um, Mayville's rolled through the season. Um, they've outscored their playoff opponents 128 to eight, including back to back. Uh, shout-outs, Blake Schroffnagel. There's a guy who was All-State last year. He's a running it's a heck of a name. over 2,000 yards. So uh, I like uh, their running game, but it'll be interesting to see Schroffnagel and uh, if they can make it to state with Aquinas and uh, Flottmeyer, two of the premier players that will be on a lot of All-State teams this year. Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything, and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management. Today in Division Six, Dennis Stratford, very good wrestling school, also a pretty darn good football school in recent years, taking on another good football school, Springs and Wapaka. The other game in Division Six, Darlington, takes on Mondovi in Wisconsin Dells. Yeah, Springs and Stratford have met in the state title game three times. Last time was in 2018. Springs won that one. Uh, Stratford's had an interesting season. They had a, a tie in the opener, the weather uh, season opening uh, shortened game. And then uh, they lost to rival Edgar the next week. They had a chance to win the conference in week nine, but then they lost to Amherst. But in three postseason games, they're 123-7. to So they've uh, shifted into high gear. That's a hot team. You want a hot team at the end of the year. No kidding. And uh, the Springs will have all they can handle, I think. Uh, the other, Mondovi Darlington, the Redbirds, they were just perennial powers. Um, Rob Hernandez got to cover them an awful lot a lot of times uh, for the State Journal back in the day. Uh, they've been in the state semifinals uh, now six times since two, 2013. So uh, they're still chasing their first title since 1995. So we got a bunch of teams that are, haven't been to state since 19, in the mid-1990s. We talked about Columbus and uh, and uh, Monroe earlier. They haven't been there since '96. So uh, I like I like uh, Darlington's chances against Mondovi. Their only loss was to Regis, thirty-seven to fourteen, and uh, they had a thirty-five nothing uh, running clock win over Marshall. We were hoping we'd keep our Cardinals local, and they unfortunately went down in the uh, level three. GRB Academy is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. This winter, position player programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, power development camps, and all the in-betweens are available. You can reach your potential at the 52,000-square-foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility at GRB Academy. Go to grbacademy.com for more information. All right, we go to the smallest division now, Dennis. Let's test your knowledge here. Regis takes on Banger in Arcadia. And Cashton, who is, I believe, at the state title game in Division 7 last year, they take on Shyocton in Marshfield. Yeah, you look at, first of all, Regis, uh, 53-8 last week over Edgar. State Powers had their share of state titles, so that was pretty impressive. They had a senior running back, Xander Rock, Rock now, who had been out for a good part of the season. And we asked the coaches earlier about anybody making an impact in the playoffs. This guy ran for 197 yards on just 15 carries last week. So anytime you can get a, a player like that added to your lineup, uh, 
when you're going for a state title, that's got to help. So I think Regis is a favorite there. And looking back on my list, I had Regis beating Cashton for the state title. Still alive. Yep, and they're still alive. Uh, Cashton, the dominant all season. Uh, Colin O'Neill has uh, rushed for 1,500 yards. He's a pretty big running back for them. And uh, Shockton, they were third in their conference. But uh, one was a, uh, one of the wins they got was a retroactive forfeit against Amherst. So uh, that one, I think Cashton's got a pretty good shot. And like I said, I had Regis. The other thing is a player championship game is uh, uh, coming up here this weekend. And that'll be Saturday at one o'clock at Rapids, Belmont ten and one, and Newman Catholic eleven and zero. With uh, Wanakee losing last week, they had their thirty-one game uh, win streak snapped. Um, uh, Newman Catholic's got a twenty-eight game winning streak, uh, so that's the longest in eight-man or eleven-man right now. Uh, every one of their games this year has been a running clock. Wow, that that, that is pretty impressive, Belmont. Uh, they lost their opening game, and then they've rattled off 10 straight wins since. Uh, but uh, Newman Catholic might be a little bit too much there. But that, that that's the game where you expect the over-under to be 100 points. You know, 50 to, <laughs> 52 to 47 or 65 to 20 uh, to, to 40 something. I mean, that eight-man football is really explosive. They score a lot of points, so. Uh, we're not going to have a 3 nothing game in the championship, I can guarantee that. Yeah, i I, I got to say, if you've never seen the eight-man football before, it's r- worth taking a look, right, because it is explosive. Good word choice there by the Dean Dennis Semram, Alex Strofe. We're going to get Dennis's hot take, his bold prediction for the state semifinals after I tell you about Nations Lending Monona, which finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are, whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing. They've got your back. They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership from drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues, because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. I gave my bold prediction earlier, Dennis. I said two rivers over Catholic memorial dennis what do you got for your bold prediction west salem uh is still thinking about that two-point conversion that went awry i think they're going to take down on alaska i'm going to i'm going to go with that one i like a good bold prediction a big thanks to colin russo for producing our show tonight a big thanks to the dean dennis semrau for making it work from home and a big thanks to Andrew Selgrad, head coach of Columbus, and Toby Golombeski, head coach of Monroe, for joining us tonight on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Dennis, enjoy the state semifinals, my friend. You bet. I know you, next week. I know you will, and you will talk to me next week uh, ahead of the state championship games. That'll do it for us tonight. This has been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania.